I came up from the bottom, head, and let that head rob a nigga. Freestyle. Freestyle, not the motherfucking dome. Hit a poor nigga with the motherfucking chrome. Hey. I came from the area where you're proving it was shown. Huh? Keep on playing with me, you gonna get hit in the dome. Huh? My new ice is chrome. Huh? Bitch, I'm home alone. Throwing ball down the field, I'm pressing my homes. AK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? All right, let's go. Everybody, it's your boy King Cam. Your boy, think about it, DJ. And this is your podcast, favorite podcast, think about it podcast. And y'all already know, man, we ain't got no special guests this week. We just run it, uh, the dynamic duo this week. Yeah, so that's how we rocking out. Man, we got a lot of shit to talk about, man. Before we talk about it, let's get into our beginning segments. Let me go ahead, mental health check in. You been good, bro? Yeah, I've been good, man. It's midterm week, man. I don't know, bro. This in your eye, bro. This this shit worse than damn high school. Like, like when I tell you, I don't want to do shit. <laughs> I just want to stay in my room, sleep, watch some YouTube videos, and that's it, man. I'm 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 ready for this shit to be over with, man. Lucky, you know. Luckily, um, well, surprisingly, not even luckily, but surprisingly, you know, we got in person graduation, so it ain't gonna be virtual, so. I still don't know about that. If I can't bring my whole family, I don't want to bring nobody. Man, I'm I'm bringing the people who got, got me through. That's my mama and my sister. The only people I, I got. I got I got a village to bring. I know it. <laughs> I got I got to bring like six. Camp finna bring the whole upstate. <laughs> nah, and the tipping you like see some people really got me through though. Nah, for real. Like, I'm trying to see they get there right too. You know what I'm saying? But, for me personally, I'm all right, man. I could be doing better, man. I kind of a lot of fuck shit recently. But, you know, I ain't too much going to dwell on that because, you know, what I was in the dark comes to light about anything in life. So, we ain't too much dwelling on the negativity. But, you know, I'm going to bring up my who do you love for. We just get to the who do you love, man. So, y'all know how we do this. My who do you love for the week. Man, shout out to Snowfall, man. Snowfall really... One of my favorite shows on television came back with a strong first two episodes. I'm looking forward to watching it tonight again. So, man, shout out to Shalom Fall on RP John Singleton, RP Big New John Singleton. Man, so yeah, that's my Who Do You Love for the Week. Right. My Who Do You Love for the Week. I'm going to give it to Bobby Schmurter. Bobby Schmurter came home last week with a lot of positivity. About a week ago. Yeah, about a week ago. Came back home about a week ago. A lot of positivity. He wasn't like most artists when they get out of jail, you know, they be having that, you know. I don't fuck with nobody. I'm anti-social type shit. Like, he came back, a lot of positivity, a lot of happiness, a lot of joy. Everybody showed him a lot of love. His family, you know, the fans, all that. So, I just, I, I respect, you know, just even being even being locked up for, you know, how long? Six, seven years? Still yeah, came home. Yeah, still came home with a lot of positivity, man. That's why I respect. So, you know, my hootie love go to Bobby Schmurter. Man, that one of video, he was anti-social. So he said he ain't trying to go back to jail. <laughs> you talking about when that girl tried to give him that drink? Yeah. Man. Hey, nigga said, fuck, they ain't trying to go back to jail. That's why a lot of niggas be anti-social. Yeah. Niggas, I socialized with some criminals. <laughs> hey, but shout out to Shmurda, man. He's protecting his peace, man. 
Yeah, yeah, nigga said, I'm joining this one. What thing he had, like, green tea or something? Yeah, green tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. But, yeah. Shout out to Barbara Strong, man. So, DJ, let's get into the topic. Man, what's your first topic, man? Man, first topic, man. This shit a little playful, a little playful. Um, So, I don't know. This was Monday. So, basically, on Twitter, Randy Orton and Soldier Boy got in a little beef. If you're going to think about it, Instagram or Facebook, you see you see the uh, article. And basically what had um, transpired Monday, Monday night, Monday morning. So basically, long story short, Soulja Boy tweeted out, the rap game is faker than WWE. And I guess Randy Orton didn't like that shit. Basically saying, you know, we, you know, we, we on the road all, all year long, you know, putting our bodies through, you know, ups and downs, you know. So ain't no way WWE fake. Honestly, I don't in a way WWE is fake, but for the most part, the shit real, bro. But shit coordinated. Like yeah. this shit is like a live movie. Yeah, it's like it's like these niggas real live stunt doubles, like 24-7. But yeah. um basically my topic was my question was if Soldier Boy were to come to WWE, what do you think his finisher would be? And it has to be a known finisher. But in a frost play. You think Soldier Boy? Yeah, that he's too skinny, bro. Nah, I think I think me personally, I think Soldier Boy hit him with the people's elbow. I feel like Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, give me the rock vibes. Cause Soldier Boy think he all that. He think he think nobody can touch him. Nobody can say shit to him. Rock was big as hell too. Yeah. Soldier Boy skinny is a bitch. Yeah, I'm thinking that nigga short. Man. They ain't gonna be like Rey Mysterio out the top rope. One, two, three, out of there. Especially against Randy Orton. I don't think he got a chance against Randy Orton. I feel like they're going to put up a good show just to get a view or something to watch and have people, you know, subscribe to it. But if he comes to WWE, I know Bow Wow said he planned on coming to WWE, but. Man, Vince McMahon, not letting Soldier Bunny in that bitch. So, He's too Vince much McMahon, of it. Vince McMahon love money. Soldier Bunny ain't bringing no money. <laughs> Soldier Boy is most definitely bringing money. Let's just keep it a G. Soldier Boy don't. Soldier Boy ain't pulling no crowd. Nobody gonna like damn. Bro, everybody, everybody knows Soldier Boy. Everybody was cranking that Soldier Boy. Who checking for Soldier Boy until Randy Orton retweeted him? Nigga was retweeting to Randy Orton. Nigga won't check him for Soldier Boy shit. Uh -huh. I ain't no Soldier Boy said shit to Randy Orton quoted the shit. Man, I'm not, 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 saying, not saying not saying that Soldier Boy isn't re like that that he's relevant, but it's just the fact that people know Soldier Boy. But I don't think he bring no crowd though. I feel like nigga will be a little more forward than Bow Wow than goddamn Soldier Boy. Who is Bow Wow? But shit, Bow Wow been more famous than Soldier Boy. At least Soldier Boy had the drive. Bow Wow got a fucking movie, bro. Nigga know like Mike, nigga. Right. I've been more need know with Mike, Mike, man. Soldier Boy. If you ask like pop culture now, if you ask a bunch of white people, they know. Like that, they know. I, they they know both of them, but but I think I think Arab, I feel like both of them gonna bring a crowd, honestly. And he honestly, if he gonna bring them, he need to bring them both, and they be like a tag uh, team. But I, I don't think he bring us up. Soldier Boy too much of a nigga, bro. He a nigga, nigga, bro. Yeah, shit. You know, no crack. You don't know, no, I mean, no white, you don't know white folk get uncomfortable with niggas, niggas come around. Crime time, crime time with some niggas too. They was, yo, 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 Vince McMahon rang them niggas though. He he had control of them niggas. Nah. He ain't got control of Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy coming there cussing and shit. Fuck up the whole TV money. Fuck up the advertisements. They don't come to Vince McMahon. You had Soldier Boy last night. He said, um, ten F words. He said, nigger. A bunch of times, like I don't think we should be advertising. My man said, "Nigga, nigga ain't saying that shit no more." 
Then you get his ass canceled. Get his ass out of there. Yeah. The only thing you find this shit on WB Network. Booker T said nigga too. He black. Yeah, he said this shit on accident. <laughs> I'm coming for you, nigga. And the crazy thing uh, is, this man said nigga to a white person. What the fuck? Yeah, this is John Simi. Yeah, bro, what the fuck? He thought he, thought he was a wigger. Man, man this is this thing a little damn wigger, man. Uh, WWE be wild back in the day, though. WWE with low-key races. Well, it still is racist, I feel like. It's a lot It's a lot of stereotypical-ass shit on WWE, bro. Like, it's a lot of stereotypical. I feel like, I don't feel like, I feel like, it's, a, I feel like it's a change of direction in the writing, though. I, don't, I feel like WWE on the up and up now. Because they really ain't got no, like... Like flesh, like I don't know if you know, there's a guy on SmackDown right now, Apollo Cruz. He actually doing like a character of like like Nigerian royalty, you know what I'm saying? Cause his family actually is from Nigerian shit like this. So, you know, that's like they're doing it, and you know, they got like they got four black champions right now. So, yeah, Bobby um, Lashley, shout out to him. I seen that shit. Yeah, so I think I think they on the up and up, but you know, but just back to the Soldier Boy thing, like Soldier Boy, like I feel like if he come to WWE, bro, like I'd be surprised. Like I ain't care, I'd be surprised. Soldier Boy, I don't think he a liability. I don't think nobody worked with Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy can't even get booked on the damn Breakfast Club. Nobody got down this thing getting you booked on the WWE. What do you mean they ain't bringing him on the Breakfast Club no more? Then not no more. As you said, Charlotte, I think Charlamagne said he ain't bring his ass no more. Why? He, he said some shit like Soldier Boy fuck up or some shit like that. Like you know, after he left the Breakfast Club, he kept getting locked up. He kept getting a bunch of most shoot people. Mm. Got on drugs. I think he had that rape. He got a rape charge or some shit. Like I think they got a lot of shit, bullshit going on. So I say bad wild cleaner, but you know, right now they got on like on a Mexican on pop single, bad bunny on them. They said that nigga brand because he said he like he like the number one like Latino artist in the world. Yeah, for he sure. working with us. Yeah, so I don't know, man. All these celebrities and shit. I feel like I don't know. I don't know what they reason is. I can see bad. I don't know for bad. We're gonna do either the same shit. Frog splash, run around, <laughs> run fast. How about bad? gonna attempt to do a six one nine and fuck up. Yeah, and fall, bust his ass. Hey, I heard six one nine really harder than people think it is. Shit, I see. Think about it, bro. You gotta come around the corner, spin out that bit. Look, spin out that bit. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you gotta hit the ropes fast and forth and hit the spin out there. You gotta be athletic, motherfucker. Though, know oh, what I'm saying though. People talk down on wrestling. I know, man. It's a fake story. We know, you know the the storylines fake. They're actors, but you know people really in the ring taking bumps and like it's really falling. Like a knee can't yeah. fake. Jumping off a twenty-five foot ladder and fucking exactly, and not on live television because niggas be in the arena. Niggas know this shit. Not and it don't matter how much, and and they don't, and it don't matter how much cushion they put on that ring, man. If you falling from damn ten feet, twenty-five feet, man, that's gonna, gonna hurt that bitch. You gonna feel that motherfucker. Oh, gee, that shit gonna hurt, man. So, and shout out to all these um. Shout out to all these WWE wrestlers, man. Shout out to the rappers. And I thought it was just funny, like they had the internet wrestling community and hip hop Twitter arguing. So that brought me out, Joy. Yeah. I am cap but shit, though. Let me, let's get into the next topic, man. All right, then. Let's get into our next topic. Man, let's talk about yesterday we had Twitter in a damn storm, my boy. So yesterday, right, um, I am the athlete podcast posted a clip on uh, Channing Crowder, I think it's the name, and um, Brandon Marshall and Chad Ochocinco. Mm-hmm. They had a clip. Basically, they were talking about the, um, their friend. I don't know if anybody know recent um, former NFL player Vincent Jackson. He played for the Chargers. He played for the Buccaneers. Um, I think he committed suicide like last week. So they were basically have a conversation. A lot of these guys on um, NFL, you know, it's like kind of a brotherhood. Yeah. No, each other. know, they be in the same circle, have the same age and things. And it really teared them up, really hurt. But you know, the conversation became: Do black men have a safe space for their emotions? 
And most of the narratives came came from a lot of women I see saying, black men don't have a safe space for their emotion because of men, and we don't correct those safe spaces. This is because of men fought men, this and that. But I see, I didn't see nobody have any type of empathy for even like the moment these guys was like suffering, they was crying because one of their best friends died from a suicide. And the people don't know, it's a stat they said, and compared to the, in the black community with suicide rates, black men commit suicide at three times more of a rate than black women do. But then I don't commit black men commit, um, commit uh, I think it was like 8% of all suicide rates among men, cause, you know, a lot of black men go through a lot of shit. So let's open up the conversation about black men emotions and uh, do we really create safe space for our own or we deny our own safe spaces? Um... Me personally, I feel like I feel like sometimes it's hard to have a safe space just for the simple. Thing. I mean, not really, honestly, because if you got if you got genuine motherfuckers who you can talk to, then that's that's a safe space right there. I feel, but I, you know, you gotta just pick and choose who you allow in your safe space. That makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like, Damn. what's up? Go ahead. Nah, like I was, I was just gonna repeat what I was saying. Like, you know. I think I think men do have space, safe spaces. I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like you know men. You know you do got some men that are like, oh well, you know I ain't trying to hear that shit. We're toughing up. You do got some men like that, but that's not the people you need to be going to for a safe space. The people you need to be going to is the people who are actually listening, people who actually care about your well being and stuff. You know, and um, and this this is what I also really want to speak on regarding that, like that men, black men don't have all sex. I feel like a lot of black men, even me, you know, God go to Claflin University. Um, just coming through college, I had a safe space with a couple of homeboys that we all could find each other. You know, we could actually tell our feelings and get emotional. Just you know, just on some men to talk about life. Let's just talk about what's going on, and you know, I felt safe and like, and that my um how I feel and my even my emotions won't get out of where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like. I'm tired of the world looking at a black man like it's we are monolith. Like it's on the one type of black man. That's all we talk about every day. Like that's what people think. We just wake up in the morning, hey bro, trying to get on the game. Hey bro, trying to go fuck on some hoes. Hey bro, you trying to smoke? That's it. That's all we talk about. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like that's just a light thing. Cause on um recently the other day um I had got into it with somebody on Clubhouse because it was like. I said something like I was joking, you know. I was talking to one of I was talking to one of the girls on Clubhouse. I was like, I was like, hey, you want a hug? And she was just like, and then one person chimed in and was like, oh my god, you weird. And I was like, how is that weird? She was like, do you know her? And I'm like, honestly, you got to understand that for one, with with Clubhouse, you actually talking to people every single like not me like me and you. We on Clubhouse at least every every at least not every other if not every day every other day. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, you talking to people every day, you getting to know people, these people telling you they personal shit. You know, you actually building connections with people. So it's like, yeah, I know this person, probably not on a on a face-to-face level, but I actually know this person because they tell me things and we talk to each other and you know, all this other stuff. We having intimate conversations. And I was just like, bro, and you have to understand that y'all gotta get out of the norm of being so hard. Like everybody, like like social media has taught us like don't trust anybody, don't tell your emotions, keep everything to yourself, nobody gives a fuck about you. And I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, bro, me showing love to somebody shouldn't be a negative thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause you don't know what the hell somebody going through. Me telling, asking somebody if they want to hug could be the difference between them living and them dying. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we got to get out of the, the, the norm of just not 
being affectionate to people or showing people love or, you know, just checking up on people. I feel like people make that shit seem like it's weird when it's really not a weird thing, you know? But yeah, that's, but even going back to the situation, I, I did not see one single tweet about from people that swear they care about black men's mental health. They That's what they say black men need to um do this and that. Everybody would tell them talking about black men need to do this, what black men is doing wrong, but nobody even asking that video, I wonder how these brothers doing or that y'all they even holding up well. You know, ask that shit first. Exactly. I'm telling you a lot of people don't give a damn about black men's mental health. A lot of y'all be putting y'all bad ass politics your personal bias ass views just to get some retweets and likes because you know a bunch of people about to agree with you but you really don't give a damn about black men or you don't give a damn about black people period unless it's performative exactly. and you know seeing you know, brothers i feel like a lot of times when black men do show our emotions we get called emotional exactly. oh you ain't supposed to but you know we condition uh, the thing like i even remember growing up um what the hell you want me to treat you like a girl like be a man be a man being a man is holding everything in being a man, they were, we was taught being a man is not so your emotion. Make sure you're the only person in the room who's not emotional because you're supposed to be the man. Yeah. But I'm saying we just got to get out of the attitude and just, I feel like it's society to hold both black men and black women because I feel like black men sometimes do do create negative safe space. Like you don't feel like you got safe um, community with other black men. Also, there's a lot of black women perpetrating that same behavior, but they don't get talked about because it's a community we doing fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? We got to get into this dividing-ass community, dividing-ass bullshit. And also, but when you see somebody down crying, don't tell what they motherfucking need to do. Ask them if they okay first. Because yeah. like I said at the beginning of the topic, three times of the rape, black men are committing suicide. Yeah. And honestly, honestly, from, from my perspective, it's, it's really a lot of, it's really a lot of, I don't want to have like no backlash for saying that, but it's a lot of women who, you know, bringing down black men for, you know, showing their emotions. I don't really see a lot of men. Like, I feel like, I feel like I feel more comfortable coming up more men than I am women about situation because I feel like a lot of women, they, they, they love the, like you said, you soft, you're not a man, you, you, you're gay, something, you know, they always trying to bring you down about showing your emotions or being upset or being passionate about something, you know? And you know, it's not even about getting bad last broke. We gotta start just having a real conversation, you know what I'm saying? I know everybody lived experience different. Well, we had DJ, that's probably what we experienced, but I know some other places women see other men do this. But you know what I'm saying? We gotta respect everybody lived experience. Everybody lived experience is not the same. Yeah. What you see on the day is not what I see on the day, what they see on the day is not what we see, you know what I'm saying? But you know, people don't respect lived experience. Everybody go like niggas read one or two books. Get a couple terms out there, motherfucker, and they think they apply to everybody in real life. I said, we gotta get back in the world, man. Like I put on Twitter the other day, I said, a lot of times Twitter put lame and weird ass narratives out there because everybody's so stuck on the internet and so stuck in the fucking books, they forget to live right. life and yeah. start putting questions. Cause that shit matter too. I'm not telling anybody shouldn't read, cause I always encourage reading. I always encourage you getting more knowledge, but also you gotta apply real life scenarios to this shit because everything happened in that book not gonna happen in real life. And every black man is not walking around here mad every day telling niggas that he gay, being homophobic, being transphobic. And, and cause you know, I even had somebody say last night, why do black people on club? I said, why do black people hate trans people. I said, I feel like black people don't inherently hate nobody because you got to learn to hate. And I feel like in the black community specifically, we even get into the topic of religion. A lot of these people grow up, especially down south, we grow up into the Christian church. A lot of black people grow up going to church and the same stuff they put in the Bible, you know, been putting into your head, oh, being gay is not right, or oh, being trans is not right. But as we get older and as we start to learn, a lot of us have started getting lived experience. Man, it's okay to be who you want to be because it don't matter damn business who you go to bed with. Oh, or you decide to be with, or how you feel about your body, mm -hmm. whether it's they he he or him, um her or she, 
or they or them. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter who you is. We're going to use your proper pronouns. You know, I feel like a lot of people is learning, but it's not intention put to that. You know what I'm saying? But then we also got a lot of people saying, I don't think we should teach these things or teach this. It's not my job to teach. But, you know, I came from an era where it's reach one, teach one. You yeah. grab somebody, you see somebody don't know, you see somebody doing the wrong thing, you let them know, like, hey, especially if I got some type of respect to you. Hey, little bro, uh, this is how you supposed to approach this situation. Hey, little bro, don't be don't be trying to be hopeful with somebody who they lay to bed with because really ain't none of your damn business. Hey, bro, just, that person is a trans person. This person is lying by there, but respect them and because they're going to respect you. You know, it's stuff like that. But, you know, we get a lot of people saying, I don't feel like doing that. It's not my job. But how the hell? Why everybody want to be a damn teacher instead of damn stupid? Niggas don't even want to be the teacher no more. What the hell you getting all that knowledge for? Just to sit it up in your head? Just to sit there. They're going to die with that motherfucker. But my thing, just to even speak on that, like I feel like I feel like with that situation, it's kind of like a lot of people we, a lot of people contradict themselves because we love to talk about how you know the older generation like why they don't like this, why they don't like that, why they acting like this, why they acting like that. But in in actuality, we got to sit back and think. Well, you know the people that we talk about, they got to sit back and think like you doing the same exact shit. So you like you know I've had, I've heard people say, well. Why the fuck would I call them they? Why the fuck would I call them this? I don't believe. But I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, it's situations that you feel like old, old, the old heads need to realize. And it's things that you need to realize. Life is constantly moving. Things are constantly changing. And people have to realize that shit ain't the same. Shit ain't from 1970. Shit ain't from 2000. Shit ain't from 2010. Shit ain't from 2012. Like, shit is changing constantly. So you have to realize that you have to get out of these ways. If somebody tells you, yeah, I don't want to be called this. Respect that, man. Like, at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, everybody wants to be respected at the end of the day. Think about how you would want to be respected. Think about how you would want to be in a situation. If you don't want somebody, if, if, I, if, I was, if I was in a situation where it was normal to call you a bitch, then, and you tell me, oh, well, I, don't like calling, I don't like being called a bitch, you have, I have to respect that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I would, I would hope the same in return. You know what I'm saying? And people don't realize that people are in a very selfish mind state and they only feel like yeah. I can, only, know. I can only receive respect. I can't give respect. And you know what I'm saying? But you know, even on the other side, like I'm saying too, though, a lot of people like don't like, even when somebody, and also let me go to the people who, who that we supposed to be teaching don't know these things. When somebody comes to you with some new type of information, don't take it as offense. Take it as like somebody just letting you know, hey, um, I don't like to be called it. Can you please call me? It's just a respect thing, you know what I'm saying? And people don't like, like being corrected. People take, yeah, people I'm take being like, corrected as an offense. No, they ain't be somebody just trying to get you right. So you don't fuck up. Exactly. Cause somebody, cause it might be somebody mean or just you want to fuck up. We're going to slap the fuck out there. Let me just exactly. be real with you. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, well, like I tell black people too, because you know, a lot of black people like, what the fuck I can call them this and that and the fuck that. Would you want to tell a white person call you nigga? What the fuck you gonna tell them? Don't call me that nigga. You gonna smack the fuck out of them, right? So technically, you call somebody that name that really got the right to smack the fuck out you. Exactly. Cause it's all about respect in the, the day. But you know, and I feel like as a community, black people will say, I've I seen, I seen, I've been seeing a lot of stupid shit on social media. Like this, why I'm about to take a damn break. Somebody put on Clubhouse. Um, I don't think black people should come together because why should I come together with somebody who don't like me? Or somebody, I feel like a lot of black people getting a confused state because everybody want to stay in a certain circle with everybody who agree with them. You don't learn shit from nobody who always agree with you. Exactly. Yes, man. Mm-hmm. Especially black people in America. We already know 13, 12% of the population. Mm-hmm. So we separated in 20, 30 fucking groups. It's going to be just a couple hundred people. And how the hell are we going to make real change? I'm saying people don't have to start having these uncomfortable conversations with each side of the aisle and coming together and realizing as long as we have this respect here, let's meet in the middle and just have respect. 
Let's respect people's mental health. Let's stop. This gonna stop going so hard until let's respect people's pronouns. Let's respect people's gender, um, sexual orientation. Let's respect all these things because that's what they were respecting. We just move a long way from that just off respect. Yeah. But you first know, a lot we of got, but honestly, first we gotta first we gotta fight the the just the selfishness, man. It like we got we gotta get through that first. We gotta make people more, you know. You know, less you know, less selfish, like selfless. We need to make people more selfless. You know, that's that's what we need to start first, because that's the real root of the whole problem. Is people just selfish? People give a fuck about what they give a fuck about. If you don't got shit to do with them, then it really don't matter. And it ain't. This ain't you know. You know, I was going a bit ramp, bro. I would tell you right time. Everybody swear they so Christian. I see everybody talking about man. You should. You 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 should capitalize the G and God and stuff like they be doing little performative ass Christianity shit for the internet, but I never see nobody say, "Well, as a Christian, um, this person is down bad. Let me go help them," because that's what Jesus would do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I see a homeless person on the street. Even me personally, I need to start doing more. If I got, I need to give it to that motherfuckers. Obviously, I don't need the shit. He needs shit more than I do. We need to start getting out the selfish mindset and start helping other people. And again, like it's a community, bro. I feel like this is one thing about it. black, the black, the I can't even call it black people in America today. The black people in America today, we have a self mindset, and there's a lot of shit that contribute to that, you know what I'm saying? But they, they we get into a whole nother type of whole nother episode, and I can go into that. But just we just need to get back into community with each other and say, man, you just a black bro, I'm gonna help you get up, man. Instead of um, talking about your help, instead of putting you down, I'm gonna give you my hand, I'm gonna lift you up, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's uh when I when I when I started black business because a lot of people swear they want to start black businesses when I started black businesses instead of just taking black people money and giving it to another white person to increase my wealth and increase my happiness how about um I actually do a um, black business program in my community you know some of my profits this on this started like a free breakfast program like the black pumpers did in the back because a lot of these kids don't got down but I knew me personally some mornings I couldn't down eat because my mom didn't have, we didn't have the money to got down pay the school lunch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We need to start doing more shit like that, bro. Instead, of getting back in the community instead of being selfish, ain't it down? Ain't got shit to do with me. Wiping my hands with it. Oh, well, this fucked up, bro. This just fucked up, dog. <laughs> For real. Yeah, you know how you go. This just fucked up, bro. Like I don't know fuck wrong with buddy, bro. Like I'm pray for nah, nigga. I pray for nigga. Go fuck with that nigga. And help him. For real. Yeah, man. But I'm a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> I really got real, y'all. Hey, on a lighter note, so the other day, you know, I'm on Clubhouse. Y'all know we always speak about me being on Clubhouse. I feel like this is just a norm at this point. Me and Cam be on Clubhouse. Goddamn. So, you know, I was on Clubhouse. Somebody came in the room and was saying, if you start talking to someone, should you pay for their meal once they get off work? So this girl was basically saying, um, these dudes was basically getting on her head because, you know, she wouldn't take, she wouldn't, like, the, this dude she was talking to, you know, he got out of work and stuff like that. And then um, she asked him, I, I think she said, like, something like she asked him, like, if he was hungry or something. And then the guys was just basically saying, like, why you ain't just, you know, pay for his food? You know, you fought with him. Why you ain't get, you know. And I told I told her personally, I said, if you, unless you my girlfriend or my wife, I ain't I ain't paying for nobody food, man. I ain't no cap, bro. Or if I'm heavenly fucking with you, you know what I'm saying? I ain't finna go out my way to just pay. If we just started talking, hell nah. No go. No go. Cause my thing is, bro, just just with relationships in general, bro, I feel like I feel like with guys, we waste a lot of money just trying to impress women who at the end of the day already knew they wasn't gonna fuck with you. They just knew 
that you was gonna spend that, that bag. Board. Yeah, they knew you was gonna spend that bag on him. That's it. Oh, he's so gullible. Exactly. <laughs> I really hate that shit, though. I really hate that shit because it's like, it's like you know, at the end of the day, man. If if you you might as well find a nigga who really fuck with you, you know, and you fuck with him at the same time. Don't be fucking with the nigga who ain't, you know, you ain't fucking with, you know? Because at the end of the day, I, I think people don't look at, you know, and just going back to, like, mental health and stuff like that, people don't think about relationships on a deeper level as far as mentally, you know what I'm saying? If you sitting here with bad intentions and you saying, oh, well, I don't like this dude, I don't want to be in a relationship with this dude, but I'm going to let him pay for my meals, pay for me to get my hair done, my nails done, you know, whatever the fuck else, I'm, you know, I'm gonna let him take me on trips and just do all this shit. Like we in a relationship and then whenever I get tired and bored with him, then I'm gonna throw him to the curb. You don't know what the hell that shit doing to that man mentally. That shit might be the, the break that that nigga needed. And now he, you know, off the face of this earth, you know? Like people need to look at relationships on a deeper level, you know? Because at the end of the day, you don't know, you know, for one, nobody likes to be heartbroken they sell. Motherfuckers, everybody go on social media talking about, Oh, I just want somebody, want something real. I want somebody real. But then y'all, but then you got two, three other niggas that you playing on the side talking about you want something real. Motherfucker, you ain't even real. How the fuck you know what real is? <laughs> you ain't no real if it's hey. slapped in the damn face. Hey, and I, I don't see how folk dicks, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, especially when a kid comes to a relationship, a lot of women got to realize, until y'all take me in a relationship, you shouldn't really expect shit from a nigga until y'all get together. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's, it would be nice if he was saying you so you know, cause I know me personally though, I'm, I'm fuck with somebody, I'm fuck with this other man, and and you know I feel it like nice man, cause yeah I do sometimes I do this with my friend, I tell somebody get some damn lunch man. Yeah. No, I do some shit like that, but I don't think that should be expected. It's a nice gesture, but until y'all in a relationship, until y'all got something established, those things shouldn't be expected. Those things just nice gestures, and you know what I'm saying. But you know, a lot of cause I know man, it, it's a mentality now now man, cause I feel like the people talk the dating pool for men fucked up. It probably is, but I'm telling you about the damn pool for women. This shit fucked up too, man. So exactly. a lot of you, man, a lot of these girls, man, be coming with this goddamn like they they think I'm a like them think I'm a bank, goddamn it. Uh, oh, uh, can you get my nails? Girl, I just met you two days. Go and get your nails. What the fuck? What the fuck? I look like? And be like, well, well, you don't really like me then. What you mean? Shit, I guess I don't. Nah, I'm I ain't, nah. You know, you know, I guess I, I know. Don't. You know what I'm gonna tell her? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell her straight up, I like you enough to the point where I'm gonna save my money. So whenever we really get together, we can invest this shit in some real shit instead of some shit that's a that's a that's a, a luxury, not a necessity. Cause at the end of the day, what I can do is, you know, get to know you better. Then we get together, invest, invest both of our monies into some damn property or some damn stocks or some damn, you know, something that's gonna make us more money. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me paying to get your nails done and the asian people going out and damn spending that shit on themselves because they gonna keep that they gonna keep that shit in their community they gonna keep that shit they gonna keep that shit with them but that's what i'm saying but that that opens up a question for for for, for you i got a question for you um do you feel like men get pampered as much as women do Cause I was having a conversation with this girl and she was just like, um, you know, I was basically telling, you know, I, I'm a lover. I like to do, I like to do for a woman that I'm with and stuff like that. And she was like, no, 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 no. Scratch that. I told her, I told her, um, I like, and you know, I was like, I like to be like, you know, pampered from time to time. I like a girl, you know, wear my bag, you know, wear my feet, you know, you know, cook for me, whatever shit like that. And she was like, well, are you doing that for women? I said, honestly, I feel like I feel like men do it more for women than women do it for men. Honestly, so how you feel about that situation? 
Yeah, you know, yeah, I feel like it is true because you know, I feel like women, women, you know, it's like I feel like even, even just take the man, woman, that's like just the the gender roles and how Western society is and how people think shit is like it's an old way of fucking thinking. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a one man and a wife should do for each other and everything should be reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we understand women think they supposed to get this. Um, well, my mama, my grandma, and my great grandma, um. Now they want to stay at home, wives. Why, 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 I can't be, why, why I got to do this? Why, why you can't do this and that? Baby, we live in 2020. Exactly. You know, the poverty rate, this, this ain't, this ain't 1986. <laughs> this ain't 1955. And then they, and then they also Man, look. Yeah, I you. What's yeah. up? And I was about to say, what's up? Nah, go ahead. I was about to say, they also love to throw out there, you know, if, if, if my daddy can do it, he can do it. I'm not your fucking daddy. <laughs> I'm not your dad. <laughs> Your dad got money to do shit like that. I don't. I'm a, I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna come top. up. Yeah. Ask your mom about your dad when he was early twenties. Exactly. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like to speak on shit like that. Yo, 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 yo came in the world. They probably should start changing before that. Exactly. Cause my parents, man, my parent, my mama tell me all the time. It, it was times her and my dad had to damn scrape up some damn quarter just goddamn get a McDonald's sandwich. But nobody like to talk about that. Nobody, nobody in this generation like to talk about how their parents had to struggle with each other before they ever got to where they was, man. But nobody want to go through a struggle. Everybody go on social media and see, oh, Michael B. Jordan and, and Quavo and um um Offset and um who else? I'm still sick about this girl who said Michael B. Jordan went out of crying for Laura Harvey. It's the little things. Little things for Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> it's little things. Like little, little, little thing. Hey. <laughs> Little little thing, little thing for me and you is this damn ocean spray. <laughs> yeah, I get you to get you on that. Elf friend, the start is a little thing. God, that's a little thing for me. But man, I feel like people, people, people don't like to just invest, bro. I feel like a lot of our generation just like to spend our money on bullshit. They want to see who who gonna spend the most money and who who gonna who gonna spend it well. You know, nobody real, nobody want to just. I want a girl to walk up to me and be like, "Babe, you know what?" Hold that, hold that, th hold that one K, hold that one K. Put that, let's put that shit into something else. Let's hold, let's put that shit into something in, in, into a, into a, into a, into a business. Let's start a business together. Like, what business you want to start? Motherfucker want to be like, oh, uh, give me this MK bag, this one K right here. That you, that's what you can spend this one K on. Like, damn, let's spend this shit on something that's gonna help us, man. Cause you gotta think, man. If you invest that motherfucker, that shit one K, one week, then it gonna turn to two K, three K. 4K, then I'm gonna take 1K out of that, take me back to 2K, then I'm gonna let you get that bag, but then I'm gonna be back at 3K, 4K the next week. But nobody think about shit like that. Shit. People don't that have shit. shit. People want shit to be like this, quick. That shit go back, that's it. Just the way don't, way don't, white people told you a couple of weeks ago, you gonna fix all this shit, won't be good, it's not too much. Yeah, this shit, that 1K gonna turn to 1K and one cent. Y'all nigga made too much money. Yeah, that's why. That's why you gotta. You gotta. But you know, I feel like couple planning and financial planning should be within couple. You know, and we gotta start thinking. You know, I can't get this shit in double. You know, we got. I feel a lot of people gotta be more realistic with our situations and shit like that. How many niggas buying people one k bags? That ain't fake. A lot of girls get fake MK bags and they think they niggas spent one k on it. And then we're gonna have to speak on it because a lot of reality. The reality of the situation is. Black people in America, especially, don't really get it like that. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like only, especially people in America, period, because I think it's only 10% of people making over six figures. And then only 1% of people making over a million dollars. What the hell? Uh, you seen that movie, Dope? Yeah, yeah I didn't see that. That nigga said, he said, he said, it don't matter if the bad real or fake, it just matter who the fuck wearing it. So it don't matter yeah. if the real or fake. 
It just, it just, if, if I'm known for wearing expensive shit and just looking expensive, motherfuckers ain't gonna check and see, like, hmm. Yeah, man, all these rappers and shit probably wearing fake chain. They be doing all this fake ass shit and they got regular motherfuckers. Motherfuckers ain't even got damn get a bed frame. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think you finna goddamn do the same shit. They're not finna work like that, bro. For sure. I got people, black people gotta start being more realistic with our situation. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get more class conscious about shit, especially kind of relationship. Come and say a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of shit that happened in relationship today, man. People come with their this on uh, this fairy tale dream that we all gonna get money together, we all gonna get rich, and we're gonna live forever happy, happy, get about big ass man, get a big house. Every nigga think like that. Well, sure. majority of niggas in the hood. <laughs> so niggas gotta be more, be more class conscious and more be realistic until we get in a relationship and start setting realistic expectation. I ain't saying a nigga shouldn't do for you. I ain't saying that skill a nigga shouldn't do for you. But I just gotta start being realistic shit. Especially start being realistic for yourself. A nigga just met you. I'm nigga don't owe you shit. And you don't owe me shit. I don't spend shit for you. If I fuck with you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that that just goes back, bro. We like a lot of us, bro, we not living in reality, especially after this pandemic, bro. A lot of us really not living in reality. You gotta think, bro. Most of our time is spent on social media, bro. And what is the shit that is mainly pushed on social media? Celebrities, famous people, influencers, all this other shit. So people aren't um People aren't living in reality. You know what I'm saying? People aren't living. They're not seeing things as, you know, they start seeing Michael B. Jordan and all these other people. And the first thing they thinking is they made it. Why can't I make it? But my thing is, bro, you what, what the fuck talent you got, bro? What did you bring into the table to be a Michael B. Jordan? What did you bring into the table to be a goddamn, you know, and we not living in reality and we we expecting too much out of, out of a situation that we, we not even in, nigga. You can't even fucking go to McDonald's and get a fucking... A damn meal, nigga. And you want to? We, we can't even put two and two quarters together. You know what I'm saying? And we know it's a lot of factors going too. I just, I just want black people. I just want black people to be more clear conscious, man. And and, that, and going back to what you said about the whole, you know, put investing and then you know getting fucked over and stuff like that. That's why also in your relationship you need to you know be studying with your partner. You know, researching with your partner, man. We, we man. I don't want a girl if she if she ain't studying how how to make us better, bro. Cause I'm driven, bro. I always I'm always like with my photography. I'm always trying to find a way how to make more money and how to get more money. If my girl not on the side of me doing the same thing on Google with me researching how to how to edit this and how to do this and how to make my craft better and how to make her craft better, I don't want her, bro. Cause she not driven. She worried about the wrong things, bro. Cause I'm gonna tell you one thing about money. Money gonna come and money gonna go. So at the end of the day, bro, we can what what. My thing is like, why stop being focused on money? And, and like you would like to always say, Cam, money is the root of all evil. So nothing good come out of money. Yeah, you gotta have a foundation. Shit, money, money. I'm telling you, a lot of shit too. Put so much money and emphasis in a relationship. If money is your foundation, that shit just rocky. Y'all let them break up soon. Exactly. Break up eventually, cause that was y'all only foundation with money. And money go. Niggas get up and niggas get down. And niggas get down more than they get up. Exactly. It's a lot yeah, of us down. Saying, and I say, y'all gotta have a strong foundation. And then worry about the financial shit. That the shit gonna come. That shit supposed to come. Exactly. At the end of the day, when we black people in America, we've been taking care of. We can we fought through a lot of shit. So that shit gonna come eventually. But putting so much, I feel like, especially when people, I'm gonna tell you a lot of girls too, especially they had that nigga pay for everything. What if your nigga got a good ass? Say your nigga got a good ass. Like he making over six figures. Another fucking pandemic happened. He get fucking fired. Exactly. And he'll buy you out of there MK bags and, and all this glory and shit. Y'all ain't got no shit in your savings. I'm gonna tell my girl to sell it. Word. So yeah, then now we both fucked. You gotta sell that bag, babe. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, man. But shit, black women, black men, do the fuck make you happy, man. That's all I love to say.
Nah, yeah, like like money, money. We gotta start doing the right thing, man. We gotta stop doing what make it happen. We gotta start doing the right thing. That's what we gotta start doing. Cause sometimes the right thing ain't always what's gonna make us happy. But at the end of the day, it's the right thing. Cause at the end of the day, I might love buying MK bags for my girl, but if I ain't got the money for it and I'm broke up on the street and shit, you think I'm gonna still be happy? Nope. You gotta hey, do the right thing first. I do, I do with my people. Be class conscious as I like to say. Class consciousness. Your ass know you living in, in, in the slums. Ain't wrong with that. Cause they, but this reality situation, just come to reality and say, I'm not finna meet a nigga this week. They got got they got money to blow 10k on a fucking an MK or Telfair, whatever fucking bad people again. Please. But shit though, man, let's get into our next topic. I don't know anybody seeing, man, but lately there's been a lot of social there's a lot of social on media shit going on with Twitter, Instagram, about how people making money and taking likes away. Cause recently Instagram took likes away. So you only see one motherfucker like this shit and you got others. You can't tell the number. And then on Twitter recently, I think last week, they dropped the idea they said, um, would you subscribe to somebody's Twitter page to see exclusive tweets and Basically, giving people on Twitter a way to monetize their money, but let's be real, it's just a way for Twitter to get their money because niggas been going to Patreon OnlyFans, going back doing the ass for the shit. Exactly. That's a real Twitter reason Twitter doing this shit. So, how you feel about the likes on Instagram and also people got to pay to subscribe for tweets? Well, I'm gonna start with the subscribe thing. I feel like that's gonna fuck over a lot of influencers because at the end of the day, yeah. This person might be my favorite influencer, but if they telling me now nah, I gotta pay, I'm kind of just like, how much do I really fuck with you? I fuck with you, but I don't fuck with your ass that much. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be a big top of the line celebrity, and sometimes I won't even do that for their ass. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's really gonna mess a lot of people up, and it's gonna and it and then it it's gonna give people room to make their own separate app for free. So then everybody gonna be like, man, fuck Twitter, fuck Instagram, because I can't see my likes. I got to subscribe now and it's just a bunch of bullshit and it's just like, man, I ain't got time for it. And it's going to, somebody going to come up with another app. I feel like that's what's coming up now. I feel like at this point, if, if they go into the point of subscribing and not seeing likes and raw this and raw that, somebody going to come with another app. It's about to be a new app coming soon. But, uh, but I'm going to tell you about the majority of people. because This is how I feel like persons. We live in a capitalist society. So I knew eventually social media is going to do whatever they can to monetize and make money because that will that what people do they want to make more money more money more money that's the model get more money more money more money and do anything they can but what people fascination with social media is this how it gonna happen dj this how they gonna get people your friend paid for somebody's shit now they paying your ass to the everybody paying now you're like damn i don't want to pay for the shit but you know what motherfucker don't like feel like motherfucker rather feel rather feel like included than on um, bro Getting left out <laughs> yeah Nigga rather feel included. They don't care. I broke that get everybody just feel included. So long as nigga feel like they in some shit, they'll pay that like two. I don't know they're gonna do two, three dollars, five dollars, whatever. And with the thing. But also the thing with Instagram, also with the likes. I feel like it really gonna teach motherfuckers. I ain't talking about people with businesses who actually use that shit for a brand or actually use their social media for productive and I don't like doing for marketing packages or anything like that. I ain't talking about that. I'm about I'm talking about the regular clout chasing motherfuckers. Y'all niggas been getting a thousand likes, boosting your damn ego. That's the thing you're molding with your ears. Um, you shitting on people. It, you constantly worry about what niggas saying on social media. Yeah, I actually make you come to terms. Well, I'm gonna have to have to post a picture because I fuck with it. Because <laughs> I fuck with it, not because somebody else gonna fuck with it. 
It'll make you come to terms that I, I, I got to I got really fuck with shit. It might also go back to how Instagram used to be, because, you know, even for a lot of people's caring about life and shit, I mean, how you, niggas used to post everything to their feed, like memes, um, do like pictures and everyday type of shit. But once people start, I feel like it came popular to like, um, cause I, I'm a to myself. Uh, make sure your page isn't flooded, man. Only got have four or five pictures on there, you know. People might see it too much, you know. Um, people like this type of pose, man. Make sure you pose like that in your picture. Make sure you got your shoes on, you have them facing this way. Cause you know, people like that. It became to a point, we, people were doing what, what appealed to other people instead of what appealed to themselves and actually what made them happy or made them get some type of joy out of social media. And I feel like it's actually gonna be a chance for people like that to actually have to take a look at themselves and actually might bring the shit back to old how it used to be. But I do I do feel for influencers, um, people who are that was their main source of income was the social media. But but I feel like there's a lot of motherfuckers who don't use the shit for that 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 are gonna have to really come to turn like what do I like? What do I want to post? Because I can't worry about nobody else no more. Because I don't even see what the fuck niggas like I don't like. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, like, man. I don't know. Influence is fucked, bro. <laughs> Them niggas fucked. They got to find a different hobby, bro, because I don't know. I just feel like that shit is stupid, man. At the end of the day, bro, they ain't need that deep to take that shit off, bro. That's what I'm saying. Somebody going to make another app, bro. Somebody finna come along and be like, oh, y'all like this? You know, it's, but Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter got some motherfucking money. Yeah, just buy that bitch. And you know they going to sell it because niggas want money. But you got to think. Who going to say no to it? They say, bro. You were just a startup media tech company, you know, and you know, you know like I started this shit up, you know, cooked me a couple thousand, couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, people fucking with it out. Hey, but Twitter come to you, hey, I buy this shit off. You don't tell nobody, but you know, I got a five million dollar check. Most yeah. money else put this shit in. And they gonna sell this shit. Who gonna be control again? Instagram, Twitter. I'm gonna tell you why I wouldn't sell that bitch. Because at the end of the day, I'm giving, I'm giving what the people want. People want to see them likes. People, people gonna wanna not wanna subscribe. So, so my thing is, I'ma get sponsorships and all this other thing, and, and I'ma end up making half of that. I'ma make, I'ma end up making more of that money than Instagram and Twitter offered me. But, but DJ, because I'm catering to the people. Because you know what Instagram gonna do? You know what Facebook gonna do? They are gonna buy that bitch. They gonna take likes off. They gonna make niggas have to subscribe to that shit, and then people gonna stop fucking with my that my app. Hey, brother. You keep saying the people. How many businessmen and tech people give a fuck about the people? <laughs> we know this. They don't give a damn about the people. They give a damn about their money. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I wouldn't personally do it because yeah, the money going. Coming yeah. with but I know, I know, I know, I know, I know a greedy motherfucker is gonna get that shit away. Oh, gee, I ain't gonna give it away because I'm gonna tell you. People, people gonna invest so much money into my my social media, bro. Just off of the simple fact that I'm giving them what they want, bro. That's all that matter. I'm giving people what they want, so they gonna I'm gonna get my money regardless. Cause all Instagram gonna do is fuck that shit up. Man, we're gonna see how it go, man. I just um, shout out to all the influencers, all the people making their money out of social media. But I know uh, King Cam, the thing about the podcast, I ain't paying to spread nobody tweets unless they for the give. Okay. This should be funny. I subscribed for the Gibbs, hey. Hey, hey, I know, I know, I, I know. Freddie Gibbs happy about that shit. He like now I can post whatever the fuck I want to post. Oh yeah, you didn't want to be acting tall no matter shit if they pay for on G. But yeah, man. So see, and but if they do do that, if they do do like trying to control people, like oh you can't post it, like this is this is above policy and shit like that. I'm like hell nah. Everybody gonna stop fucking with. I'm telling you, man. 
I feel like this is a trial at this point, bro, because they're going to see how much people don't fuck with it, bro, and they're going to go back to their old ways, bro. One thing about Instagram, they get scary, bro. They'll, they'll update something, and it'll be bad, and they unupdated that shit, bro. This shit fool, man. But shit, though, man. That was our topic for the day. For sure. This little nice, clean episode, man. Ain't nothing too spectacular. But you know, it's always spectacular because this is the thing about the podcast. Your podcast, favorite podcast. But man, y'all know what we do here, man. Let's get into the plug, man. DJ, what you got to plug? All right, man. So basically, my plug for this week is the I Am Athlete with Brandon Marshall and Chad Ochocinco. That's my plug for this week, man. Um, That's that's one of my favorite podcasts right now that I've been watching, man. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of real dialogue, a lot of open dialogue, a lot of black dialogue, you know. So, you know, go check it out. It's the uh, I Am Athlete with Brandon Marshall, Chad Ochocinco, and more. So yeah, and in the, in the YouTube page is I Am Athlete. All right, bet man. What I'm plug this week? I don't know if anybody else knew, but it is Women History Month. But you know. You know, I got a special love, a special respect for black women. So, black history, man. I just want to plug in and tell people, man, look up some black women scholars, man. Show black women in the community some love. Go do something nice for a black woman. I know black women like this, man. Go cash up a black woman, man. She needs something for a love. I know we're talking shit about cash up and shit. But cash up a black woman this month, man. Women History Month. And, you know, I'm going to post some links and stuff below that you can learn more about the women in history, specifically um, black women. We're going to post that below. Man, y'all know how we get on uh, down at the end of the uh, episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, gonna, you, you, you gonna cash up? You, you gonna cash up a black woman, bro? I might. We'll go this way. <laughs> I might. <laughs> no, I said I hope so. <laughs> I wouldn't know who the cat got. Shit, I might just get that shit to my mama. Yeah, by her son. Take it out. Yeah. So, yeah, do something for a black woman this one, man. But, but shit, though. Yeah, speaking of eating and all that good stuff, y'all know here we have in us. So we need something to chew on for the week. Get the people something to eat on, chew on. Booth thought segment, man. Leave the people with a quote they can chew on, DJ. And quote of, not even quote of the day. Food for thought, damn. Food for thought, chew on this. Don't forget, de- don't forget destination matters more than speed. It's possible to go nowhere fast. Stop pressuring yourself to reach all your goals quickly. Yeah, man, I know what I'm gonna say, man. This is just off the top of the dome because I feel like I'm a freestyle move. But niggas never win. Real niggas back in style again, man. That's by King Cam. This is the Think About It podcast, and we out of here. Peace.